1: Hello and welcome to Recharge Wrestling. We're here to plug you into the world of professional wrestling. I'm Krusty and I'm here with Fisher. Hello guys. And again, it's just the two of us. Keeney has deserted us again. um, I'm not happy about it, but Fisher says I'm not allowed to fire him. um, Vince (laughs) McMahon style. Not even if if he drops a pipe bomb on me, MJF style. Um, but this is going to be. He, should be, he w- should be
2: back next week. So yeah, we're hoping hopefully. to have him
1: back next week, and then uh, yeah. things can resume to normal. But hopefully, you're enjoying just myself and Fisher at the moment. Um, we are doing another solely WWE, uh, Raw, SmackDown, and NXT review. Let us know what you think of this format. If you prefer us to go back to having AW on the same podcast, um, we're interested to know your thoughts. But keep an eye out for Fisher's. AW Review, which we'll have some large AW news on within the next day or so. Keep an eye out yeah. for that. Um, if you didn't catch our Hell in a Cell video, also um, go go back and check that out. And NXT in your house. Yeah, everything. There's, there's been content absolutely everywhere. And as always, please give us a like and subscribe. It really encourages us to keep making this content for you. So I don't know if we had any last week, but I think it's time to head into Fax Fisher's new segment. So take it away.
2: Yeah, I will discuss some WWE news. There is some AEW news, but like Krusty said, I'll discuss that on the um, Dynamite and Rampage review anyway. Um, Obviously, there was some big news regarding the AEW world title and stuff this week, but I'll I'll cover everything on that on the review because it kind of is relevant to Dynamite itself anyway. But WWE wise, uh, I think really the the news that's come out recently is about Roman Reigns. Um, Obviously, we've got More follow-up news on Cody's injury as well. Um, But we don't really know how long he's going to be out for yet because I think his surgery is today. Um, But Roman Reigns is apparently not going to be scheduled for Money in the Bank pay-per-view, which means it'll be three pay-per-views in a row. He's not defended the title. He's appeared on one, and that was the six-man tag uh, against RK Bro and Drew McIntyre. But, um, yeah, it's... I know they've moved, obviously, Money in the Bank from a stadium to an arena, so it's a slightly smaller show, but with no Cody Rhodes going to be appearing, um, no other t- title to defend other than the women's ones, it seems a bit odd that Roman Reigns isn't defending the title here, especially given Riddle's promo on Raw. I thought that maybe we might get that as a match. And I mentioned as well Bobby Lashley potentially going for the title after his win over La- uh, Omos and MVP at the pay-per-view. Uh, what do you make of it? Because at the moment, it seems like a terrible decision to put both belts on Roman Reigns if they're not going to have him defending them.
1: It almost feels, sort of reading through the lines and, and stuff we, we that comes out that's um, reported on, it's almost like a Roman felt like he was overworked and needed some time off. But as you say, what an odd time to put the, both belts on him so they're not defended. It, it, we said it before. It's almost like he's taken Brock's uh, schedule, Brock's yeah. schedule as well as his title, and it's a shame because he was such a draw, and we were all loving what he was doing. But if we're not, if if WWE aren't careful, people will start to resent him for doing this, and this has happened before. You end up with such a uh, an irregular schedule that people don't like you being the champion, and suddenly hmm. you've got Roman who is probably the hottest thing in wrestling for a long time um, suddenly you you may lose that and that will really fizzle out which you don't want to happen before he maybe loses a belt at SummerSlam or something like that and as you say, this money in the bank uh, as much as the women's titles are a massive deal like you say, you've lost Cody Rhodes if you haven't got Roman Reigns as well there's two of your biggest stars not turning up at this event and it's going to feel a bit lacklustre I think
2: yeah, 100%. And I just think there's a bad decision. I mean, I didn't. I, if he had just kept the Universal title, I wouldn't really have a problem with it because I feel like that would be fine. Um, we'd still have a world title on Raw, which is a three-hour show with the, most of the stars of the roster, to be honest, are on Raw. I'd be happy for him to, to keep the Universal title because that title has, that run has meant a lot over a long time. So I wouldn't want him to drop that title, but putting the other belt on him, I think is a mistake. I don't think they should have done it. Um, based on what we've seen so far, obviously, things can change um, and it might end up being a great idea. There might be an angle or something that happens that might be great. But I also feel like with Money in the Bank coming up, it kind of makes Money in the Bank pointless if there's no champion around for them to cash in on. Because there's only one champion, right? Yeah, so good the, ma- point. yeah. the male champion, If say, if whoever wins Money in the Bank, we speculated maybe Rollins or Owens or someone like that, they've got no champion to to cash in on if Roman's not there. So it's a big problem. And I think we need Roman back on TV regularly or to drop one of the titles very, very soon, because I think otherwise it's causing a big problem. Um, And like you said, the star's missing with Cody's injury now. I feel like there's no, obviously, Charlotte Flair, although I think she'll be back soon. Um, Sasha Banks is gone. Um, There's a few others that are sort of injured or away for various reasons. Um, And it just feels like the WWE roster is very thin as it is, and especially top star level at the moment. And, I mean, it feels like there's going to be one or two people carrying uh, particularly SmackDown for the next few months because it's a real shame, Um, yeah, what's happened. But if he's not wrestling Money in the Bank, which looks like it's the case, then at least, I mean, the pay-per-view will still have obviously two Money in the Bank matches on there, so it'll be a big show. Um, but yeah, not to have Roman defending the title, even if it was just a, a throwaway title feud, would have been something. So I, I think it's very disappointing. And it's SmackDown. We'll get into SmackDown first in a minute because that's the first show we talk about anyway. But SmackDown for me has been very weak recently with no Roman presence on it,
1: as well as a few other people. Well, that was the thing, it the draw to SmackDown. And it was so good because you had Roman in the bloodline. On SmackDown week in, week out. And at one point, almost a third of the show was probably the Bloodline it's cutting the yeah. promos, how, then having a match. And it was, they'd probably appear three or four times over the night. And it was a real draw, wasn't it? But they're really running out of of star power. Uh, and you mentioned the Charlotte Flair being away and, and the women's title scene. I really think
2: they need to bring Bailey back if she's ready Well, to SmackDown. She, um, she did post a hint yesterday. I think it was on her Instagram or somewhere. Picture of her ring boots. Okay. Um, so I reckon she's on her way back soon. It's been nearly. It was money, money in the bank. bank last year that she she was scheduled to have a match and then got injured in a training accident or whatever it was. Um. So I reckon she could. Be, and yeah, Raw doesn't need her, so she's got to go to SmackDown. Um. So she could really add something. Um, Definitely. Yeah. Um. And. It'll be interesting to see. We'll talk about stars going forward because I think there was a big turn on Raw that might be to influence on this as well. The lack of sort of babyface stars in particular. Um, but yeah, I just think they've made a bit of a mess of this so far. Um, I, I was against it at the time, the, the Brock-Roman match being all, for both titles. I think we all were on this, on this podcast. But now it's, it's really looking like a poor decision. Um, I would rather have had two title matches at Mania, kept the title on Bobby Lashley or someone like that, and uh, and gone from there, but wasn't meant to be, unfortunately.
1: Interested to see what happens in the future.
2: Yeah, so leading on from that, let's talk about SmackDown, because obviously that was um, relevant to this, and let's start with the Bloodline as well, because that was the main event of the show. So the Usos are still all over the, both shows, to be honest. Uh, whilst Roman is... Uh, you know, MIA, uh, the Usos are all over both shows, wrestling every week, On it feels like. They wrestled again on SmackDown and Raw uh, this past week. So SmackDown, they had a, a championship contenders match, which I hate. Our favourites, um, yeah. And it was Riddle and Nakamura. We mentioned it was probably a weird time as well for them to go to the titles. So that was the main event. Um, what did you make of it?
1: Yeah, I thought it was a good match, actually. Um, the only thing that I suppose was a bit uh, a bit sad in it is the fact that Shinsuke actually got a got yeah. hurt, didn't he? Well, I don't know how an, bad another, that is.
2: I've not heard anything about it since, which is weird. But if he is hurt, that's yeah. another person missing as that well on really on, a, on a very thin um, SmackDown roster. And the only reason we you know, we ran know the he was injured out.
1: is because of the X, wasn't it? The, the referee yeah. actually used yeah. the X signal, which, which they says, don't do on TV unless it's a
2: real injury. Yeah,
1: yeah. No um, I don't think they've ever done a sort of a uh a work with that have they They i don't remember ever happening no it's
2: normally it's normally meant to be not on camera it's normally one of those things where if someone gets injured they quickly do the x and that means someone's one of uh,
1: the usos kicked him in the back of the leg didn't they and i think it just buckled his knee yeah um Hopefully it's not serious, but we haven't heard anything about that at the moment.
2: No, I've not heard Um, anything since, but again, that's another person. And and the only reason Nakamura and uh, Riddle are teaming together is because both their partners are injured in Orton and Rick Boogs. So, you know, it feels like in wrestling at the moment, it feels like they're dropping like flies in in both AEW and WWE uh, for some reason. Um,
1: The Usos did did carry it off quite well, though, because I I did it must be really difficult in that situation where you think you've hurt somebody to carry on being in character. Cause I can imagine they just want to see if he's all right, but the way they sort of carried it off in their it, it, it so heelish ways um, they, they did really well. Yeah. But. And I, I
2: liked the fact that kind of riddle was on top for a bit, uh, two on one showed some baby face he fire, so fire. And he only really lost the match in the end because of a, a cool finish, I thought, actually.
1: Yeah, yeah this was cool. Um,
2: so Roman's music played. And I thought, OK, he's finally, he's showing up, is The he? poor That's crowd,
1: nice. though. The poor crowd. The crowd
2: pops. And then <laughs> and you're so excited. he doesn't come out. That distracts Riddle. And then the Usos sort of turn it around. He was going to do an RKO off the top rope, wasn't he? And then he got pushed and the Usos, Usos did the splash to win. And then it cuts to the backstage and it's Sami Zayn. I thought he about did do
1: the RKO, but it looked proper ropey. Oh,
2: he did. Yeah, he, did he like fell over, <laughs> fell off, didn't he? He did do he it, but it, he didn't, it. didn't hit it. He didn't, didn't look great. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, so it cuts to the back and Sami Zayn had uh, played the music and then come out to it. I thought that was cool and fits so Sami. t- what Sami's doing. Sami's doing, trying to get in the... Um, good old Sami Zayn. The Usos good books and, you know, he, to be honest, he's one of the, only good parts about SmackDown at the moment. Um, with Roman missing, Sasha missing. Uh, yeah, he's, he's one of my favourite things on SmackDown. And this was a cool finish, I thought. Something a little bit different.
1: No, definitely. No, I completely agree. But I guess that means there is no championship match.
2: Well, no, because we got the one on more, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs>
1: um, it's there's... crazy how it works out.
2: <laughs> yeah. So we'll talk about the start. Let's talk about the start of the show. Um, the New Day and Drew McIntyre opened the show. Um, Drew did a nice little tribute to Big E. Um, and weirdly, he challenged Roman Reigns to a match at Clash of the Castle, which is
1: <laughs> after SummerSlam. Away.
2: Although maybe
1: Roman's deciding he's not going to wrestle until uh, Clash of the Castle. And, <laughs> and that way he will definitely still have the title.
2: Well, like I said, the rumoured match for SummerSlam is still Reigns and Orton if Orton's around. I think he'll definitely wrestle at SummerSlam. Um, it'd be crazy if he doesn't wrestle at SummerSlam. But, yeah, it, was a bit, it seemed a bit early to call a shot there, Drew. Uh, but I think we're definitely getting that, aren't we? Yeah, I feel oh, like I we're definitely they're gonna that. I think they're just trying
1: to drum up attention to get tickets sold.
2: Yeah, possibly. Because we know they haven't sold out yet. So, no. um, possibly. And then... Uh, I liked, I like the the new day gave Drew a, uh, a gift and it was kilt a little kilt thing with Big D written on it. Yeah, uh, I like which, Big D. Uh, Drew li- loved, and that was a cool little moment. Um, and then, of course, we got this going on and on and on and on. It's never ending. A six man tag again here, brawling. Um, with the Brawling Brutes. Um, one thing I did like is. Butch did hit the bitter end to win, um, so at least he, there, there there wasn't a roll up here. Yeah, but to be honest, the match was just kind of average. Really, um, Drew got a hot tag. I'm just I'm just bored of seeing these guys wrestle every week in in some combination.
1: It's just as you said, there's just not enough a big enough roster.
2: <laughs> yeah, they need to move them on. I I would rather. Honestly, the New Day feud with like Los Afarios or Jinder Mahorn Shanky at this point, just to move them on to someone else different. And like maybe Seamus and co. Go and feud with, I don't know, some babyface, other babyface team somewhere that they can find. (laughs) Uh, I mean, I don't know. Viking Raiders, screw it. They're on SmackDown. You wouldn't know it because they haven't been there for weeks, but they are. Last we saw them,
1: they're on NXT.
2: Yeah, very true. But, um, you know, something like that, just move them on at this point. Um, I'm getting a bit fed up with it, to be honest. Well, I have been for a while. Um, then we got a little Max Dupree appearance again, and he has Dupree. revealed... Sorry, yes, that's how you say it, Dupree. <laughs> uh, he revealed that he's going to re- uh, bring his first client to SmackDown this week. Yes. So at least we're getting into something moving forward there. Not the same yeah. thing every week, but hopefully... I'm not expecting anyone exciting. I think it's just going to be Mace or Mansour because they've been working with him, you know, in dark matches. I would love it if it's someone better than that and bigger than that or, or someone unexpected, but I, I just got a feeling it's going to be Mace, and maybe with a new name.
1: I'm just hoping that if, if that's the case, the storyline goes where he just decides he can't make it work and then gets in the ring himself and he's awesome because we know he's great. I just yeah. want to see him in ring. I can't see it doing that, but that's what I'd
0: like
2: I don't to mind to. if he has like more promos than matches, but he should have occasional matches. But mm-hmm. if he can get promos that are really good with a feud with somebody else. Because at the moment he's really he's just
1: just talking on his previewing, own. Previewing
2: really what is coming up. Well, when he gets into a proper feud, hopefully he'll be good. But God knows, because who knows who he's going to feud with. Because there's nobody for him to feud with. <laughs> it feels like. Um you know hopefully something comes of it um, then we got Humberto versus Jinder I mean this is how thin the roster ended is in
1: a, in a brilliant roll up
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean
1: Our that's favorite. how thin
2: this roster is it's a two hour show and you're doing this these matches weekly because you've got nobody else um, Shanky did some more dancing that's that's what yeah, I took from this they're box. playing up this uh, Jinder Shanky thing aren't they the break up which I think is coming. Um, and Shanky's going to turn face and be like a. They love doing this to uh, big heels, don't they? When well, they make them into sort of funny, dancey characters. I don't mind with Shanky so much, purely because I wasn't interested in him as a destroyer or a big man in the first place. Um, if they did it, it to it someone like I in it'd be a different.
1: Dance in, to be honest.
2: Yeah, it's, it's okay for what it is. Um, yeah, and uh, Samantha uh, this week got you. up and joined him. Um, yes. You know, maybe they see something in Shank here. I don't know. Uh, It's hard to tell. Uh, We've got a six-pack challenge, which I like those matches. Now, this is the kind of contenders match I like. because You're not not facing the champion and pinning the champion to win. You're putting all the people that are legitimately in contendership, although really in the women's division, it's just everybody because you've got nobody else. And you put them in a six-pack challenge and the winner gets a title match. I like that. Uh, That's a good idea. What I wasn't expecting was the person who won this match. Were you? Um, No, to be honest. I wasn't based on the build either. No,
1: it just sort of came out of nowhere, didn't it? Mm. Um, I mean, we got a bit at the start as well with Shotzi and Aaliyah, which I was like, I'm not too sure I'm really enjoying this, but at least they're on TV is is what I brought out of this. (laughs) I did notice, unfortunately, the crowd was so quiet for this match. Um, I couldn't help compare it to the uh, triple threat match we had at Hell in a Cell. Mm. Uh, I know this happened before, but yeah. <laughs> well, we've since watched Hell in a Cell. This match wasn't very fluid, and it was one person in the ring at a time facing another. Yeah, When you've got four around the outside, it just doesn't look that good. Um, no. I like the idea. I, I just didn't think the match was executed very well. It uh, no. seemed very last minute. just And, and I don't think end. it
2: helps where you've got the people involved. I mean, even comparing it, there was a, there was a four-way match on Raw for the women where it was a number one contenders match. Basically the same kind of booking, which was mm. way better because the the four people, the crowd were into, and they were a higher caliber of wrestler really as well overall. Not that everyone in this match was bad, but, you know, compared to the Raw match, and like I say, compared to the Hell in the Cell match, it's nowhere near... Um, but yeah, Natalia winning really, really shocked me. I think me. you
1: and Keeney must have got really excited about Shayna getting Raquel in the submission because I, I bet you yeah. thought that's it. She's going well,
2: to win. Thought, I thought Raquel was going to win the match before purely because they'd done the teasers with Ronda before. They would ran. I just thought it'd it. be too
1: soon to do that again. Uh, I know,
2: but WWE loves, loves repeating the same matches. So I thought this maybe this does that's feel what like
1: do. they don't know what to do. So they've thought, who is our most reliable wrestler that they can put in the ring and make Ronda look good? Yeah, nay, uh, she's going to pull off a good match, isn't she? Like or a decent enough. Match. And they've had
2: they've had a match before, I'm pretty yeah. sure in the, in the first run. So yeah, I mean, I would have gone with Shayna. May, I'm, I'm hoping that they're going to go with Shayna maybe at SummerSlam or something, but mm. I, I don't see that happening. I think
1: Shayna would have been good, but I think also this would have been a great opportunity to give someone like Shotzi a go. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, yeah. Why not? Just have a win, and... they obviously don't know what's going on at the moment. So, so uh, yeah. like you say, there's no build. So why not give somebody what they else
2: what a they may do here is have someone Ronda can beat quite quickly in the tally at the pay per view, and then hopefully that maybe where Bailey comes in and attacks Ronda after the match to set up SummerSlam or something like that. Perfect That's what cool. I'd like to see, and then you get Ronda and Bailey feud would would that would make me interested. Unfortunately. Yeah, more predictably would be Charlotte returning and then doing Charlotte Ronda again. I, I could also see oh, them doing that. God, I hope not, but you wouldn't rule it out, would you? It, it, a, a triple threat, maybe.
1: I mean, you could have Charlotte come out and then Bailey being like, "Hell no, you've had your chance." Yeah, um, yeah, that wouldn't get, be so bad. Triple threat would be okay, but I don't want Charlotte. I just feel like Ronda's going to have a big opponent for
2: Summerslam. Uh, I don't to Yeah, same same here for, for now. It'd be cool
1: if they even if they brought a legend back, it could be quite cool. Yeah. I don't yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate there.
2: that. Um not a lot else to say. Though the other thing, obviously, we did have this was before Helen and the Sale. So anything Helen and Cell mess, related. We had Madcap Cat Moss and uh, Corbin. we've already covered everything that happened between them. Even we said that Madcap looks like a star now. Um the only other thing to note was Ricochet v Gunter which was advertised on this show, this is happening this Friday for the Intercontinental title. And that I am looking forward to. They Hopefully definitely they could have that put time. that at
1: Hell in a Cell. I don't know why they didn't.
2: No, I would have loved to have seen that in, in Hell in a Cell. Uh, not, in, not in the... At Hell in a Cell. At Hell in no. a yeah. Cell. Yeah. God, no. In Hell in a Cell would be a bit much, probably. It'd be, um, be still
1: awesome, though. It'd be awesome, but it'd have it. been
2: absolutely random. with hardly any build to it. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Uh, SmackDown was okay, but I think this week's show will be better with that title match. There, you've got Ronda and Natalia. We talk now about feeding. lack of
1: stars and things. Hopefully, they push. Well, Ricochet, I think, has been doing a good job anyway. But hopefully, they push Gunter. Yeah, more. I feel like they he... are
2: pushing him, but there's only so.
1: But needs
2: to if be... they put the title on him here, then that'll be a good sign. I think that hopefully, then we can get some really serious. Um, feuds for, for Gunter. I, I I wouldn't be surprised if we see maybe Gunter versus members of the New Day for the, the IC title, things like that. I think we could get some really good matches. Yeah, that could be great. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think who else they've got on SmackDown. To, well, obviously, Drew's an obvious one, but I don't think they're going to have Drew lose to Gunter anytime soon. No, no, no. Uh, I, I would save that match for later down the line. Um, but yeah, there, there is some good stuff on SmackDown, but it's just not feeling how good it was and I feel like Raw, I mean we've said it a few times now, Raw is the better show at the moment although it might not be so good, this is a way of transitioning onto Raw, might not be good now it's lost one of its top stars in Cody Rhodes. Yeah Um so
1: if you watch Hell in a Cell you saw the brutal injury that Cody Rhodes has, uh, a torn pec Um It it looks nasty. I'm pretty certain it's torn off of the shoulder and the bicep. So it's really nasty. His whole left side, uh, right side is completely purple, isn't it? Uh, um, Yeah. Go back and have a listen to our Hell in a Cell review if you haven't yet. But we're amazed and in shock how this guy pulled off such an incredible match. Um, So this is actually my top mark uh, that Mm. opened Raw. So Cody opens the show with a real heartfelt promo. Uh, so humble you could see um he was sort of welling up quite often this really meant a lot to him which to be honest he's had a whirlwind of a time recently hasn't he coming to WWE being rocketed to the top um, and then getting this horrendous injury that's going to almost take him out for as Fisher said we don't know how long yet he's being operated on I think today um he says he's done with Seth um and then Seth actually comes down to the ring and we think oh Here we go. Um, But then Seth um, says he's earned his respect, even though he doesn't like Cody. And I bought this hook, line and sinker. I I. shook his hand and I thought, wow, this is cool. I really enjoy this. Um, Even goes as far to say that Dusty's proud of Cody and Mm. Cody, look like he was going to cry because I mean this is real isn't it it's not it was, oh, I mean, yeah. it's a, a storyline this is real to Cody Rhodes
2: I, I thought um, that um, they would turn the Seth face here because Cody was going I thought oh, they're, they're going to turn Seth in his place they're going to put Seth as the baby face that's what I thought was happening here and then obviously the
1: old uh, he walks down the ramp and turns around to sort of say bye and Seth hits him in the back of the head with the sledgehammer yeah. and,
2: then, and then puts it into him as well yeah. Beats the hell out
1: of him, yeah. Prolongs the injury even more. A way to write him off TV, isn't it? To I think because he's going to have this operation. I really hope they don't leave him off the whole time, but I guess the shock factor of him coming back potentially at the Royal Rumble or something yeah. will be huge if he stays off TV. Real real shame as you say losing. it's a massive shame if we
2: oh. don't get to see him at clash castle because i was really looking forward to singing along to kingdom right oh, like, it's a real bummer is,
1: <laughs> they're not going to bring him are they just because they're going to no. want such a no. shock factor Unless I thought,
2: <laughs> what was crazy is he mentioned that money in the bank in his uh promo i was like mate you are not wrestling at money in the bank i think that was just trying to get us
1: to to, to then think seth has damaged him even more yeah um, I, I think
2: that's why they did that as well. It, like in kayfabe, maybe he might wrestle, and then Seth's. Taken I'm actually gutted them. now. You say we're not going to see him at Clash the Castle. I know. I mean, it's 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 possible, but very unlikely. I would say. I'd say it's extremely unlikely, actually. As a um, to wrestle, yeah, I don't think so. It, no. Maybe he will come and do a promo. Who knows? Like, I mean, just a good th- way of keeping stuff
1: building along and keeping him relevant yeah um and he can talk the guy can talk so i would
2: love it but yeah it's just a shame but in terms of this angle though like you say it was it was brilliantly done i loved the the promo from him and seth at the start um really tugs on your emotions and your heartstrings and then to seth to to do that at the end these two are incredible aren't they yeah the whole feud has been brilliant and that's a good way to to write it off. And now, if we're not done, I mean, we, we discussed what could be next on the, on the Hell in a Cell podcast. We both kind of fantasy booked. This was before we saw this on Raw. Maybe Seth winning Money in the Bank, winning the title, and then Cody winning the Rumble. Well, and I doing think this another solidifies match. this even more. And it, yeah, this has made me genuinely think that that could happen because Seth injuring, being the one that takes Cody off TV, Seth could easily, I think Seth is one of the favourites for Money in the Bank.
1: He needs a big win. He, he has needs to have a big I, think win. They might,
2: I think they might thank him by going, Do you know what? You've been incredible. You're putting on like the best matches in the whole company. Here you go. You've been taking and with Roman you've gone, made gone, Cody with an Odie absolute star. He
1: is carrying. He is oh, carrying yeah. it. He, yeah. he, Especially he, as well.
2: Randy Orton was was Yeah. Know, we, talk, awesome. we spoke about Orton and Cody being the two most over baby faces, and they're both off at the moment. Really, you haven't on the face side, which we'll get to later with Riddle. the edge turn. We've got you've got Riddle, you've got Drew on SmackDown, and beyond that, you're struggling a little bit, yeah. to be honest. Um, obviously, you've got AJ Styles, but he's um, not
1: over at all at the moment. No, he? he's
2: just he, I mean, he's obviously going to be still like he's popular enough. He's AJ Styles, but oh, he's brilliant. He's yeah. not hot right now, is he? He's not no. like not like, doesn't when, feel like
1: the days of AJ Styles. Uh, no. uh, the house AJ Styles built and all that yeah stuff.
2: exactly so it's in terms of male baby faces, they are they're thin on the roster um, and I thought Seth might have actually got turned face here and then him winning money in the bank I reckon he would have got a huge reaction if that happens um, but actually keeping him heel if that's the storyline they're going to go for down the road also works um, I'm just intrigued to see what Seth does next because he can't feud with Cody who does he feud with now
1: I think um, he's just going to go for that money in the bank and then just tease everyone. Well, yeah. Yeah, I'm hoping. Because his character works against other heels, doesn't it? Like Roman. It, it just works. Him, him it?
2: going on both shows, turning up on both shows and stalking Roman and being like, hey, oh. Roman. Like, it's going to be beat, incredible. I'm especially as he beat him at the Royal Rumble technically by DQ, didn't he? So he's yeah. technically not lost to him either. No. still because the whole bro- promo and they could was, really you've get you've their never beaten
1: into this now because we wanted more of a story so yeah, yeah and this, this is, is an opportunity this is
2: genuinely the opportunity to do it i think the more i'm thinking about it the more it makes sense to do it either him or ko i think is is the, the way forward to, for money in the bank they're the only two i can think of that i don't want like a theory or an omos or like one of these people that are in the mid card um we've had
1: that haven't we um, yeah um
2: it, does, it doesn't work as much. I'd rather just them go with someone you know they're going to actually push. Because yeah. the problem is, last time they messed up, they did Otis. Then they and it's it incredi-
1: such an incredible story, because who did Seth cash in on last time?
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The,
1: the story writes itself, doesn't it?
2: Yeah, uh, there's so much there. Um, so it would be a good idea. Anyway, we've kind of gone on a bit of a segue there. But um, yeah, this is really, really good. And just some fantasy booking, which is always fun. Shall we go from a top mark to a skid mark? Because this next, it was literally to back to body. back as well. I was so excited. I really enjoyed that segment. And I was brought down to earth by this next segment. Um, first of all, I didn't mind it because I saw Becky Lynch was in a match with Dana Brooke. And I was like, okay, that's a bit random, but I'm an advocate for doing these matches where you put a top star against a lower star. Sometimes you just have them beat them. You don't have to do yeah the same matches every week. You can do Belair versus Asuka or, Asuka versus Becky, just those, those three there, it? Have, have them beat different people and I'd I, I would, I would have been fine with that but then they really made it stupid and I get that they're trying to continue the Asuka-Becky Lynch feud, that was what this is all set up to do but there was a much, much better way of doing that the way they could have done it, very simple Becky Lynch versus Dana Brooke she beats Dana Brooke in two minutes, Asuka comes out after the match, confronts her, whatever, attacks her, whatever, simple but no, WWE had to really overcomplicate. And I wonder what Becky Lynch made of this because, I mean, I reckon she would have been annoyed. I wouldn't mind it if she won it. I, I really wanted yeah. Becky Lynch to win that title. If she would have won it, it could have been could have been funny. Now, if some just people make seen... it
1: relevant. It doesn't even have to be funny. Just then have her kick people's ass for it. Um, yeah. I've you seen... could have her because she's big time Bex. She could walk around
2: with security guards that stop people yeah. getting near her. all that for the 24-7 title. Like, she's actually big... T- like, she's yeah. known as big-time bags, and she's pretending like this title was bigger than the actual women's yeah. title. You could do something funny with it, like a good storyline with it. Um, it keeps her away from the title. Or she could have just literally won it and binned it, and you could have got rid of the title forever. Like, one of the two. One of the two. <laughs> but no, they had to really overcomplicate it here. So there, Dana Brooke come down and she wasn't obviously the 24-7 champion at the start of the match. It's just why I didn't mind her facing her. But then straight away, you see Tizawa come down and I was like, oh no, where are they going with this? And you see all the 24-7 guys come down. T-Bar was there. Reggie. All the usual boys were there. And girls, Tamina. Um, they get in the ring. Dana quickly rolls To Zara up and wins the 24-7 title and I was like, great, okay, so what's Becky going to do now? And I was not expecting her to say, I'll challenge you for it. And I actually thought that fitted her character in a way, because this is why I've seen some people defending this, because they said, Becky is like, she's gone crazy and she's hitting rock bottom. She's desperate for a title, she's desperate for a win. So her going for Dana Brooke, and like you say, she could have made it feel like it's the biggest title in the world, even though we know it's not. She could have done something with that. But then... They had a lose to Dana Brooke. Like, that is just unbelievable. Dana Brooke doesn't beat anybody.
1: I think they are trying to push her down and down and that. This is part of the story, isn't it? To just make her. And again,
2: I've seen people defend it because they're feeling like Becky's going to go off the rails because she keeps losing. and, And I get that. But, you know, for me, Asuka Becky Lynch doesn't need her losing to Dana Brooke in the build. Like, it's a bit silly. Um, and it made it made Becky look stupid. It made Asker the heel, and she's supposed to be the face. It felt like Asker was a bit of a knob and it doesn't really do much for Dana Brooke because it wasn't a proper win over Becky Lynch, so really doesn't achieve anything. No, um, that was so yeah, it's my skid mark. It was my easy skid mark. As soon as I watched it, I was like, that is not getting beaten because it's Becky Lynch involved in it. If they'd have done it with Drop or Nikki ASH or a mid-card person, Carmella, someone like that. I probably wouldn't have cared. But the fact it was Becky Lynch. The more I think it.
1: about it, it, it does seem storyline, doesn't it? It They're it does. To push her down. To it the does. Bottom. And
2: we'll, we'll see where it goes. And you know, in a couple of weeks we might I'm we sure might be it'll top be not marking it. To be fair, it might be one of those things. Next week it's not gonna matter. Becky Lynch is still gonna get a good reaction. But I know where you're coming in from in isolation, though. it was a terrible terrible angle i thought
1: no completely let's move on to you.
2: something that was in my opinion a lot better um and a big the big thing to come out of the show really which was edge getting oh okay for uh, the big boy. yeah let's let's just move on to something let's huge. go in edge getting attacked by judgment day which i really yeah. didn't see coming and their new member and it seems to be leader finn balor
1: yeah, um, so this was announced early in the night, wasn't it? That we we're going to get a new member of the judge, yeah, which was day.
2: weird in itself. That they arranged, I would have just surprised us Surprised us by ballot coming out, but you know, so this was a shock for me. Oh, was, no it one was really, I, this.
1: I well, the, actually, the ballot joining the judgment day, no, I've that, been saying for weeks, yeah, that that was um,
2: that had been built, that part of it had been built,
1: yeah, um, but. Let, let, let's give our opinions on this. I personally think this has come, although it was cool and they attacked Edge and Ballard's the lead now, I think this has come way too soon. I was yeah. more shocked because of how early this has happened. We've discussed um, the fact that we've now lost Cody as a face. We've not yes. got Orton. We need another and face, so bring Edge back. So that, but I, I think, think that's she... what's happened here. Why turn Edge face when you have Balor, who's already faced, just push Balor as the face. I don't... And, and AJ Styles...
2: Honestly, I would have just turned Rollins.
1: Yeah, or, or turn Rollins. But After Rollins that promo, they gold, could have done that promo yeah. and
2: turned Rollins. And Rollins he could have be done, so...
1: so gold in his role at the moment. Yeah,
2: that is he's true. Abs- he's so good. I, I think they felt Judgment Day wasn't 100% working and it needed to shake up. Um, I think it was, though. I was really enjoying it. I, I was, and I know you were... And I think Keeney on this on here we're very positive about it, but the crowd were chanting what when they were talking. Um, I've seen negative reaction to it online, and positive. I've seen divisive opinion. It's not all negative, but I don't think it was working as well as maybe Edge expected. I to. think
1: Balor is going to do a brilliant job. I think it's going to be amazing. But I I'm excited for it, Hill Balor. I wanted this a couple of months in a couple of months' time. Yeah, it, was it would been more shocking. It feels like it's turned around too quickly. Mm. Oh
2: 100% Because it made no sense They literally had one match As a team At Hell in a Cell And won it So they're not being held back yeah. By Edge If they'd have lost on, If they'd have lost to, the, uh, to AJ Live and Balor At the weekend And Edge took the pin Or something And you're like Whoa Edge lost the match
1: Yeah, It would have made A little there.
2: bit of sense Because then you're like Hang on a minute Edge was the weak link Like he actually lost In the match But the fact that They won the match And Edge t- Got the pin as well He pinned Balor and then, so Balor is stronger than Edge to them. I, it made no sense. Um, finally, and finally, we get Bala
1: in a strong position. And hopefully,
2: what I will say is going forward, I'm yeah. excited for, for this faction because I think Balor can really benefit from this. Yeah. Um, and like I say, if he is the leader, if he's positioned as a leader here, and I also got a funny feeling we may see the demon now. Yeah. Which I, I demon Balor awesome. versus Edge at SummerSlam would be a money match for me. Oh, yeah, big time. Especially if it's like Brood-style wedge versus... Would he go Brood-style, though? you think? Yeah, it's like not heel Brood-style, but you know when he faced Rollins and he had Brood? Or was it Orton? It was one of those feuds where he was a face, but he had like the half Brood entrance. Yeah, I can see him kind of doing that kind of thing against like a Demon Balor. Um, That would be a good match. um, If they do that for, for like SummerSlam or something. Um, but yeah it's just I mean like you say Edge got his hair cut for this role to fit them I know he's literally um, just I like
1: the way he happened. just hurt I mean they put him through that table they probably oh, destroyed him it was a good and beat
2: down and with it was a good Concerto.
1: angle so he's probably going to be off TV for a few weeks
2: yeah so even though they've turned in face at least if he's on Raw Monday i will be very shocked I reckon it will be at least two weeks
1: I think you're looking after money in the bank I think you're right off money in the bank and then you start the build ready for SummerSlam
2: yeah Bala vs Edge well you could do at Money in the Bank you could do uh, Bala versus AJ because AJ could now obviously Bala was yeah. with AJ and he's turned his back on that so you can AJ could come AJ was oh, yeah. yeah, the they can, oh
1: week. I've just thought of something Bala vs AJ yeah what's the pay-per-view after that clash at the castle so Bala vs AJ at SummerSlam
2: yeah Clash of the Castle, you do Edge versus. Is, is yeah, because
1: it's a big, it's a big, uh, it's a big deal for Finn because it is in the It UK. is, but I think,
2: I think they'll do it. So I think they might Summer do AJV, Slam, Balor at Money in the Bank and do Edge because yeah. SummerSlam is still a huge deal.
1: Because we've got two weeks to Money in the Bank, haven't we? Yeah. So there's still time to build up. Two or three, yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, there's excitement going forward now. I feel it's exciting and I really like the Judgment Day faction. Um, but yeah, it was just, it came out of the blue, didn't it? Completely. And I think that was the slight negative. If, if it had been, if they did this three months down the line, six months down the line. Or at SummerSlam
1: even, something like that.
2: Well, I guess I say we're going to get Balor the edge. We're going to go Priest the edge as well, surely, because Priest was the one who put him for the table, hit the chair, I think. Probably get that out of a raw the maybe or something like that. There's a, there's a few matches you can do out the back of this. I hope AJ gets included. I mean, AJ and Edge teaming would be weird because they had such a big feud mania but aj should be annoyed with finn that doesn't
1: stop people does it it well no it doesn't
2: to be fair um they could they could do it but yeah that was that was the big angle really wasn't it from um there we got a video package about john cena returning to raw that's probably some big news (laughs) as well
1: (laughs) Sorry, I'm actually <laughs> so quite
2: excited. For exactly twenty happened, years. Exactly twenty years from his debut. That's be. insane. It's gone um, quick. It has, and uh, yeah, he's going to be back on Raw for the summer. While I looked at it, um, maybe a match at Money in the Bank, maybe in a match at SummerSlam. I think we're getting him versus Theory. We talked about it the other day on the Hell in a Cell with you. What
1: day is some um, is Money in the Bank?
2: Money in the Bank, I believe, is the end of June
1: because he's not coming 90s, back maybe. till the 27th. So,
2: right. I don't, think he, I don't think he has a match. I don't think he has a match money in the bank. Then,
1: Yes, yeah, Maybe to SummerSlam theory versus. I think he may win that
2: title. Yeah, you said that the other day. I'm not, I'm not sure. Interesting. We'll get to it in a minute. But I, to lead on from that, we got theory on this show. Have a random interaction with Bobby Lashley. Um, mm. that's an odd one, because you think if they're going to do a match, you can't have. Would you have Lashley lose to? Theory, or do you have Lashley win the title and then you do Theory and Cena not for the title? Um, it's quite a strange one that I wasn't expecting it.
1: It's, I don't know really. I mean, either way would work. Having Theory beat Lashley would elevate him massively and they're yeah. putting a lot behind And you him. wouldn't do it clean. You'd have some sort of. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Although you say that, he seems to be winning his matches clean,
2: doesn't he, Theory? I know, but he's not beating people like Bobby Lashley in all no. respect. Um, no, Pat McAfee, <laughs> yeah, and Mustafa Ali, who they're not really pushing. Um, who's
1: I suppose it it gives Lashley a title, and he's so over at the moment. It's a good idea, maybe. And they've got the no world on champion
2: on Raw. That would feel like almost a world level champion level champion on on yeah. Raw, wouldn't it? And, and and Lashley actually said something the other day about how there should be a world championship on. Maybe this is um, how you so. do it.
1: You have you have Theory drop the title to Lashley at Money in the Bank. It gives you a, ti- a big field title match. And then you have, and then Cena comes out and takes the mick out of Theory.
2: Yeah, well, I was going to say, if it's before, I think it, that Cena return might be before Money in the Bank, just. So what you could do is you do Lashley versus Theory at Money in the Bank for the United States title. Cena comes back on the raw before. Theory interrupts him. Yeah make pisses him off somehow what some way. So then you have Cena cost theory, the United States title at money in the bank. And that sets up something. That'd
1: be good. And then you don't need the something title. Something like that.
2: And you don't need I don't think you do need the title because I think the the problem is if it's the title, I think Cena winning it would, wouldn't make any sense because he's not going to be we don't need another title that's absent. I just want Cena <laughs> to win um, it so he
1: can come to Clash of the Castle. <laughs>
2: That Would be amazing. I'm just trying to get Cena. this
1: the best. If we got Cena, ever. I would
2: I would be well happy because I've I'm not like seen Cena massively. Alive. Yeah. That would be amazing. Now just, I've
1: lost my guy Cody. Hopefully
2: we get Edge because I've not seen Edge either. That could um, be sick.
1: So yeah. yeah.
2: I want I want I haven't seen Kof, Kof, Kofi Cody. And I like so guess Kingston. Edge is
1: gonna bring back um, his um yeah, Metalingus. I, I assume endings. so. Yeah. Which is only On just changed day, as well.
2: That's
1: a so beautiful. I see theory. Uh, <laughs> probably, actually, yeah. Probably will see theory. Um, yeah, but no, that was that was. Um, it was good, but it has its. It definitely has its flaws. There.
2: Yeah. So the, the the thing was weird with um with theory and Lashley. They did a little bicep bit and. Uh, yeah. It yeah, was okay. my
1: bicep's bigger than yours.
2: Yeah, and then he took selfies. Um, Lashley kind of just kicked him out of the ring. That was about it um (laughs) then we got so we got after the cena video package we got uh ms tv with maurice basically promoting um ms and mrs which is back obviously their guest was riddle they just wanted a way to get riddle on the show i think here this segment was actually quite entertaining in the end uh, I
1: loved this promo. This this is yeah. gold. This segment. So Riddle tried
2: to speak speaking French to Maurice to begin with. I couldn't really understand what he was saying, but um, but then it turned into a thing about balls for some reason. It, it, I
1: think. Riddle said to the Miz that he's just got his wife dragging him round by his balls, I and then uh, little balls, and then Maurice said he's got average balls, <laughs> and then it was giant balls, and then the biggest balls in the world. Yeah, uh, um, I, I was cracking up at this. The, the Miz and Riddle, and, and even Maurice, were bouncing off each other. I loved it. So I actually well. thought Maurice
2: was really good when she said average balls to start with, and a Miz's yeah. face. Yeah, I thought oh, this was this was entertaining, and then they had a little match where Miz got his. Um, well, the, interestingly,
1: well. we that well, the Miz said no to the match at first, didn't he? Yeah, and then Champa randomly attacks Riddle,
2: right? Yeah, that was another weird thing from out so, of nowhere. And so Champa just, just seems off. to be doing that, and that's why I thought maybe he was drawn in Judgment Day because he was, the, but I feel like he they're just don't know what to do with him, so he's just attacking random people. Attacking I'm assuming team next team week we'll probably anything. get Champa versus Riddle on the on Raw. Um,
1: yeah, and Champa's just gonna lose very easily, yeah. Yeah, it's a shame. It's, a start, so it's much the bad start. start of it. the downfall, isn't it? I'm, I'm quite nervous about Champ. I know. I right?
2: I was listening to him because he was on the bump uh, yesterday. I watched a little clip of him talking about you know his main lost the call up and that, and he was like, "Oh, you know, I want to do everything. I want to be wrestle at WrestleMania. I want to be be in the Royal Rumble. I want to be in Survivor Series. I want to." I'm like, mate, I was thinking at this rate, none of that's going to happen. I hope he gets be lucky to... if he's he like, like, when I... he was like, I'm plan. just waiting, patiently waiting my chance, and um, you know, I'm, when it comes, I will take it. Which I believe he's obviously he's good enough to do that, but I just hope he gets the chance because not everyone does.
1: I think he needs to be heel to get over on the um, he needs to be a heel on the, on yeah, the main it, roster to get over at first. The thing is, he's
2: not cutting promos at the moment, and I don't think that's helping. He's just randomly attacking people with no reason behind it.
1: He needs to attack um, some, well. To be honest, I was going to say he needs to attack someone big, but
2: actually Riddle is a great person to attack. In- but- Interestingly, actually, he, did, um, he got angry with the host on the bump because he was saying, Why, it's a, is it a coincidence that you keep attacking people that are um, talking to The Miz? Because every time it's happened, Lee was with, feuding with The Miz, Riddle was having a match with The Miz. He was, so there could be a connection with champion and Miz, which would be a weird connection, but it's better than nothing.
1: Yeah, it could be quite cool having him as like his, um, like his hitman almost, just
2: sort of yeah. like getting him to beat people up. And, and he got like, it felt like he was, he wasn't in character for the whole interview. Some of it he was like, you know, when he was talking about what he wants to do with WWE, that, he wasn't in character. But that bit felt like he was being really defensive and in character when he asked him about the Miz. So I've got a feeling that that's maybe the story. If that's the way yeah. they're
1: going, they, they, they really could work. Um and then you could have them
2: feud against each other as well, which
1: could be quite big.
2: Yeah, down the line. Yeah, one hundred percent. So yeah, that was that was all interesting. We got another championship contenders match on this show. We talked about the one on SmackDown. We actually got one on Raw as well with the Usos and the Street Profits. Um, they actually had a really good match. This was a pretty good match for to the us, for that? the millionth time. Yeah, they faced each other a lot. The tag teams, you know, they they, they face the same tag teams all the time, um, but. It was a really good match. D- Dawkins did an awesome dive in this, this match as well. Um, there was a really Yeah, good he's really
1: form. improved.
2: I think he's great.
1: Dawkins. There was a
2: spine bust and a frog splash where they broke it up right at the last second when the Usos, I thought, were going to win. Um, broken up right at the last second. Um, there was a cool dive off the steps as well by Montez Ford um, at one point. So there was a lot of cool sp- um, spots in this match, but it ended up them winning by Countout. Um which in this case I don't mind so much purely because I don't like the champions getting pinned. So if you're gonna beat them, then I suppose count out was probably the best way to do it. But um so yeah, I think we're gonna get Street Profits for USOs for the title by the looks of it. Yep. Which we've seen before, but will be a good match, I'm sure. Definitely. Um what else did we have on here? We had uh Via versus Dominic. <laughs> that was uh <laughs> Weird, Ray saved him. That's Ray caused the DQ, which was kind of lame. Um, I would have just had Dominic quickly tap and then Ray maybe save him from getting beaten down afterwards. But the DQ bit was unnecessary, I thought. Um, that was all right. Um, not really a lot else to say about that. Uh, we also had Omos versus Cedric Alexander, which was literally one move. I felt a bit sorry for Cedric uh, getting completely buried here, but he's not really anything anymore on Raw. Um, but a notable thing really from this was the return of the Dirty Dogs, Ziggler and Rude. Yeah, that was so random. <laughs> yeah, um, and it feels like they're baby faces because they were sort of feuding with MVP and Amos here.
1: Um, I think that's a good idea. They've been healed for so long.
2: Yeah. Um, Ziggler especially. Zigg, yeah, Ziggler, God, he's been a heal for like five years at this point. Um, so I don't mind them freshening. The character up. But yeah, it's a bit random. It feels like they're just there to, to put over Omos because Omos will probably beat them in seconds, unfortunately. Um I hope not because I would much rather Dolph Ziggler or, or Robert Roode get pushed than Omos, but I can't see that happening somehow. Maybe they'll win a tag match if MVP's involved or something. But yeah, other than that, I think... uh
1: Yeah, they're just going to get destroyed, aren't they?
2: Yeah, uh, but it's nice to see them back. I like seeing them on my screen, even though this was very short and a bit random. Uh, we had Otis via Ezekiel. That was okay. <laughs> it's just a roll Well, This was here. just
1: adding to the angle, really, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, um, I liked the uh, promo after. Yeah. The match was a waste of time. Uh, but I loved KO saying, because Ezekiel basically calls out Owens and asks for a rematch. Owens says, I'll give you a rematch on one condition. You admit you're Elias. And he goes, okay, I admit it. And he was like, I want you to say it, and he was. I am Elias. liar. Um, so he actually said them words, but then he was like, "God, that was so easy. I did what Kev- Kevin Owens did. I lied." Um, and then, so he's got the rematch, but obviously he lied to get the rematch. Zeke, but, Zeke, Zeke. I like, I like Ezekiel, but um, yeah, I, I want Kevin Owens to beat him again. <laughs> Personally, um, I want. I just want that to. I don't know how long this this shelf life this has got. Yeah, um, because I feel like. Ezekiel can't once the owen's feud over is he just going to keep doing the same thing like telling other people he's is someone else going to accuse him and it's going to just be the, repeat the same storyline or <laughs> you know what I mean I, I don't really know how much shelf life it's got I feel like Owens has to get it out of him eventually um, and well, even he if Zeke
1: just, wins i mean what what what's achieved by that
2: yeah not really anything um but yeah so it's a bit random this feud really um and then we got the main event which was uh, pretty good. I thought four way number one contenders match again. I like doing this kind of thing. A proper this one was contenders. more
1: like it. This was far better than the one on SmackDown. This was opinion. a lot
2: better, yeah. Me, I, I agree with you. I had Rhea Ripley, uh, Liv Morgan, Alexa Bliss, and Dewdrop for a start. I think the standard is higher here, yeah, like,
1: definitely. Yeah, 100%. um,
2: four people as well. It's probably e- easier to, to manage do than six. Um, and I think we also got the right winner in this one with Rhea winning. Um, and then Judgment Day staring down with Bianca at the end. I
1: like the way she kept staring at Bianca when she was doing moves and things like that. Yeah, I think Rhea's new look, as much as it's only changed slightly, just looks awesome.
2: She looks awesome, yeah. Um, oh, what I did notice a lot in this match is there's a lot of interaction between Liv and Alexa teaming up.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I think there could be something there. If they're two people we haven't seen a lot together, feuding or, or teaming. They'd,
1: they'd be really good as a, as a tag team I if think they having decide to the titles.
2: teaming up, even if there's not any titles around for the time being, have them in a feud with do Drop and Nikki A.S.H. or something, maybe, um, and do a tag feud, even if it's not for titles, I think could work. I think Liv and Alexa would be...
1: Yeah, they'd be a brilliant, uh, and I think they'd be, think very, be very, very cool. popular as well.
2: I think that would be a good team to do, yeah. Um, and then eventually you could have one turn on the other, probably <laughs> Alexa turn, um, and bring back a sort of more vicious side of her. Yeah, I think that could be interesting. But I noticed that a lot in this match, uh, that they had good interactions. Um, and Rhea, yeah, I like the stare down at the end. And um, what's interesting about the, the Rhea winning as well is so Priest and um, Bala come down at the end as well, didn't they, to stare off. And I was just thinking, well, you could get a six-person tag here as well with the Street Profits and Bianca Belair versus uh, Priest-Balor. Yeah, that could be pretty awesome. Ria. This is going to be a banger, a match. Yeah, Rhea was my pick already before Judgment Day to be the next Raw Women's Champion. Um, and I think now she's in Judgment Day, it makes sense. I, d- I don't know whether the the next match should be. I feel like it's maybe a bit too soon to take the title off. I don't hour, think
1: but... they'll win here. I think no. it'll be SummerSlam will be where they'll look to change it.
2: Yeah, may, maybe they'll change it at SummerSlam, uh, possibly. Um, and that's about it from Raw. Shall we move on to... NXT 2.0. I think we should. Um, yeah, I Start thought NXT bottom. this week was a better show than... I mean, last week we were calling it everyone's favourite show because I was kind of mocking it and you know, people people mock it. But <laughs> I, I don't mind it overall. And I thought this week was pretty solid. And there was one thing, and I'm going to give it my top mark, that really stood out. So my top mark of the week <laughs> is the return of Apollo! Apollo! Um, this
1: was unexpected. And
2: what I loved about it is I like people coming down to NXT anyway. We've given... I mean, remember Keeney giving the tally a top mark, which I never yeah. thought I'd see. We've <laughs> talked about Dolph Ziggler before um, with the Bron Breaker stuff and Champa. I, I love that stuff. In particular, AJ Styles came down to NXT. Viking Raiders have done stuff. But almost coming down here, refreshed. And what I like... What, the reason why I'm giving it my top mark is the gimmick was different. If he had come down... With Commander Z speaking in a fake Nigerian accent. And as a heel, I wouldn't have been, I would have still, it's still been cool to see him, but I wouldn't have been as impressed. But he came out here and he was just Apollo Crews, the old Apollo Crews from NXT six years ago or whenever he was last in it. And uh, yeah, he was awesome. He cut a really nice promo. The crowd were really hot for him. And that's what we've noticed with all of them coming down to NXT. So the crowd goes nuts for Ziggler, for Natalia. Um, Yeah, and it was really cool here. He had a confrontation with Braun, teasing a match with him. And then he later teamed up in the main event to help Solo Sokoa against Grayson Waller and Carmella Hayes. And he had a really good match and won it with his move as well. And um, I thought, oh, is this like, you know, like we've seen with them where they come down for a match, but apparently he's been moved over to the NXT roster permanently which that's
1: really cool. I, I think he think needs great. that.
2: I was a bit worried about him when he sort of disappeared. He was in the 247 segment a, a week or two ago or more and I was like oh god, you know.
1: I think it's really important um segueing slightly but I know Mandy Rose has had a lot of positive feedback on how she helps backstage with the um the newer stars in NXT 2.0 and I think having someone like Apollo who's been there He's a fantastic wrestler and has done the main roster, has uh, has been in big pay-per-views. Really helps the idea of NXT being the training ground for the next stars. And yeah. having someone there who can really be the, the sort of backbone of it uh, really will help. And it also it helps their career because they're actually going to be wrestling, on, which is yeah. what they want to do and on I, TV. And I
2: feel like as well with him, he's not he's got stuff left in the tank in NXT. It's not like... I don't know who to use as an example, because most NXT champions are in AEW right now. Um, but an old NXT-like champion, uh, say if Champa in a year's time, he, he's running on the main roster, goes bad, and he comes back down to NXT. You think, well, he's, still do- he's done everything he can achieve in NXT.
1: Yeah.
2: Whereas with Apollo, he actually didn't do much in NXT originally. He's actually been more on the main roster. He's probably done more than he did in NXT. And a lot like Mandy Rose as well. So Mandy yep. Rose was in NXT, but then came up to the main roster for years, Didn't you know, did okay, but then kind of fizzled out a little bit, came back to, down to NXT, changed her act. And now she's the champion and been dominant. And I feel like Apollo can do a similar path. Um, and he's still got, he hasn't won the NXT championship. He's not won the North American championship. So he's got stuff in in there that he can do, that's new. And he's got obviously different guys to feud with because, He's not wrestled anyone down there before. So I feel like it's a really fresh approach for him. The match itself was good. Um, Solo Sokoa is so popular, man. Like,
1: Yeah, he's, he's big time, isn't he?
2: Yeah, him versus Carmelo is going to be a banger of a match as well. Um, I don't know what's going to happen there. I really don't. No, because they've only just put the title back on Carmelo. Yeah. So do you have him drop it again already to, to Solo? And if Solo loses, then what do you do with him? I mean, you could just shoot him if it's her main roster into the bloodline. Bring line, him up to the, the
1: main roster, and yeah, no one maybe.
2: Would, like, you could honestly just do that, um, even though it's been quite quick. That, that The fact he's in the bloodline can mean you can do that with him. It'd be Quite a cool little story as well if Roman comes back with him. Mm. And then he could go for the IC title, do you know what I mean? Because it would be the only one without a belt. Um, but yeah, it's, it's interesting. I, I really like Apollo band back down there. And I, I like this feud with, I like him teaming with Solo. And I feel like you could have one of them turn on each other eventually as well. You do Solo versus Apollo. You've got Apollo versus Carmelo. Apollo versus Bron Breaker if he goes for the big title. So much you can do down there. Definitely. Um, no, I'm looking so, yeah. forward to that. Now, Great hmm. top mark. Yeah, really interesting. Um, let's get to... Um... Should we go on to the Dusty Roads? Final. Oh yeah. No, it so, wasn't Dusty Road, was starting with breakout. <laughs> similar, it Sim- feels similar.
1: <laughs>
2: that, Dusty Rhodes <laughs> is a taxi tournament, but yeah.
1: Um but yeah, Tiffany Stratton versus Roxy Perez, Roxanne Perez. Yep. Um two very impressive wrestlers here. Uh really, really good match, I thought here. And I think the right person won as well in 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 Roxy Parade, yeah, just i she the start because she wasn't in it at the start, was she? No, it would so... have been
2: silly really if Tiffany won. I don't think she needs it. Um, I think Roxanne winning it, I think she is the future star of this division. I think that's quite clear already. Um, yeah, whether the she fact, wins the title from the this, fact they twinned it but... with
1: Cora Jade as well shows that they they want to push her. Yeah, they?
2: can you? The thing is, I can see them going down the tag team route a bit more than going maybe down the singles route. Um, Probably a good idea. I think I think they'll be really popular, really over. You know, if she if she lo- I can see her losing to Mandy. Um and then the style they have. This is a bit Cora kind of saving her and going for the tag titles. That's a that's a great
1: idea. Yeah, in fact, the way it ended with um with with Cora, Cora. coming out and, um, when Toxic yeah. Attraction came out and sort of saving her. No, that's that's a brilliant pitch. Um I I almost see these It's quite I might get slaughtered for this, but it's like oh, the female version, the way they're they're making them dress and act. It's like a female version of the Hardy Boys in the early days. Just the style, I think, okay. that they look. The skater style. Um, sort I, of think I get what new, you're saying. I new metal rock look. It's, it's popular. It, it's a working um, recipe, isn't it? It, it? So I think you're right in terms of the tag team. I think it really could get over.
2: Yeah, I mean, it might be a little bit of a waste because the tag team division was not great in NXT, but um, the women's one. Um, but, you know, it could be something until one of them wins the main title. Because I don't think... I, I mean, Roxy could beat um, Mandy. It could happen, but I, I don't He's a very good wrestler. I, I, I think it might be a bit early because then one, once she loses the title, then what do you do with it? I think it might be a bit early. I would rather... We'll transition onto this in a minute, but someone else beat Mandy Rose. And that person is Alba fire. Um, she is awesome. She is she great. Is athlete, so yeah, and I awesome. think that's the way to go. Um, and she is a great wrestler who can have the thing is, champions should have good matches, right? And I know Roxy can have good matches, Mandy can have good matches. But I think Kaylee Kay Ray or Albert Fire can have yeah. amazing matches. Yeah. Definitely. And, and that, We've i think, it, in a, in a developmental division with someone like her there, you could easily put the belt on her. Um, and it would really, really help. She had another good match here. Quick one against Tatum Paxley. But yeah, she just looked cool, when got, she got another win, and she's racking them up with this new gimmick. She got attacked by Lash Legend afterwards, who I think is another person she's probably going to beat, I hope. Oh, God, I hope she doesn't lose her. Lash could really learn from her. I feel like they've put her, because Lash is quite green in the ring. So if you put um, her with Alba Fire, hopefully Alba Fire can get a good match out of her. Um, because the ones we saw with Natalia weren't <coughs> uh, weren't too bad.
1: No, yeah, when she had some of the experience. So I think I agree with you. Yeah, I think Kaylee Ray is going to really help there, and also it's a stepping stone on her way up to that title, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and good stuff. And you had a, a lot, lot of storyline before with Mandy Rose and um, Kaylee Ray, so yeah. it could be quite interesting when, when we
2: eventually get there. Indeed, yeah. Um, we also had we had. Um, Josh Briggs versus Von Wagner. bit of a surprise here uh, with Josh Briggs actually winning.
1: Yeah, this was odd, wasn't it?
2: I wasn't expecting him to win this match, but he did.
1: Yeah, he and hit uh, him with Jensen's uh, cast.
2: Wasn't yeah, it? so he's now back from injury. So that was... I mean, we've seen this kind of angle before. Um, hit him with a cast, got the revenge um, and beat him. Um it was okay.
1: Not a lot else to say. No, it's not a storyline I'm that interested in. The one no. I am interested in is um, the Santos Escobar and Tony yes. D saga. So we had Santos Escobar versus Nathan Frazier with Tony D basically telling Escobar he had to get in the ring. He's got a match. Get your gear on. This match was awesome, I thought. Whenever Nathan, Nathan Frazier's is in the so ring, good. he's just so fast, isn't he? he yeah. Just, Makes things look cool But I almost thought It felt it rubbed off On Escobar a little bit Like a To the amazing. outside it Was incredible Escobar's um, an
2: incredible wrestler Like oh, he a good should, wrestler. He should be the next Like big uh, Mexican kind of star To take over From Rey Mysterio Like he's that good
1: He should definitely be cool Andrade
2: up. could have been that I said it a couple of weeks ago Andrade could have been that But Andrade He's maybe You know he's not great At speaking English He lacked he in the uh, He lacked
1: in the promos, Didn't
2: he Yeah Whereas Santos Has got all of it man. He's got yeah. everything so he I looks think, so cool. Yeah. Hopefully they, they see it and uh, push him. But yeah, he lost here, though, Santos. But it, it was always going to be, it was because. I think
1: that's the build, isn't it? Between yeah. um, in, in the Tony D saga, as I like to call it.
2: Yeah. And he was kind of telling it because he was doing, when he did that dive to the outside, Tony D was like, take that out of your repertoire. Like, yeah, that good. was awesome. So maybe we're going to see Santos kind of wrestle differently as well because he's not yeah. going to want to wrestle like a cruiserweight style. Lucha Libre style, uh, whilst he's with Tony D. And then obviously eventually when it all comes when he's had enough and he breaks out of that. I'm sure he will. But um yeah, I like this dude. I've liked this dude they're really good, two really good uh, factions, Tony D and Santos Escobar leading them. Brilliant. Nathan Fraser was a great opponent for him. All, all good stuff this. Uh I was gonna say top marks, but not it's not a top mark. I won't go that far. Um <laughs> What else was there then? Uh, there was oh God, a very rambly promo from Joe Gacy. His two hooded Druid men are making their debut next week in ring, which is interesting. Oh, so I'm guessing are. we're going to find out who, who they actually are underneath that. Um, Any ideas? I haven't got a clue. We you haven't seen Grizzled new? Young veterans for a while, but it doesn't look like them.
1: I think that, would be, that would be awesome.
2: I think it's two new guys, though. I, I've got a feeling it's guys we haven't seen. Um, Talking of guys we haven't seen, well, someone we have seen, but he's repackaged, we finally found out who, um, what's the guy's name? Oh, I've forgotten his name now. The Italian. Oh, yes. Giovanni Vinci. That's it. It's finally revealed it is Fabian Eichner. So he's there now. Glad he's
1: week. still around.
2: Uh, yeah. So it's, it's just him and a new gimmick. He looked pretty cool here in the reveal. Um, He's an awesome wrestler. So if they can get him having a solo run, you know, I'm disappointed he wasn't called up with with Gunther. But to be fair, if he was just going to be standing there and Gunther was going to do all the wrestling and and he can have a solo good run in NXT, it might work out better. Who knows? Definitely. Um, So that was interesting. What else did we get? We got, I wonder what else actually. I'm just looking through my notes for NXT. Um, we had that main event. We had oh, we had um, the uh, Andre Chase taking on Pretty Deadly two on one basically because Bodie Haywood couldn't compete. Their new recruit Fear wanted to tag in, um, and they ended up losing the match. And honestly, that was about it from from NXT. Not a lot else to it. But it was it was a better show than it has been in recent weeks. Yeah, the I think I think the Apollo thing really helped actually, <laughs> and Bron Baker not feuding with Joe Gacy helped. Oh my god! Yeah, hundred percent. Because that that was doing my head in that feud.
1: Yeah, I'm
2: glad that's over now. <laughs> Definitely. Well, I think that's it for this week. Um, obviously, fairly short show because we've got no AEW to talk about. Like I said, I will be talking all things AEW from Rampage and Dynamite last week. I will do a separate recording and um, put that up on our YouTube channel. If you listen on our podcast, we won't have that on a podcast format. It will just be on our YouTube channel probably. Um, but like and subscribe there. Follow us on Twitter to find out when everything will be up because uh, we'll tweet about it. We tweet about other stuff as well. Um, at Recharge Wrestle. On our YouTube channel, Keeney's My GM Mode. It's still going. Um, it's <laughs> yeah, he odd weeks he, he might
1: now. not be here, but his GM Mode is his still presence still
2: on the channel. His presence is—he's actually on the channel more than we are, technically. Yeah, his yeah, videos yeah. are there every day. One up, one episode uploaded a day. Keep up with them. They're only ten minutes long each time, so if you've got a spare ten minutes every day, check them out. They're really—they're uh, good videos to watch, and if, especially if you're into gaming in general, but especially if you're into Two K Twenty Two. I've started playing my own version of it myself. I'm not recording it at the moment. But we will do some more recordings, maybe head-to-heads in the future, which will be really exciting. So, yeah, keep watching that. (laughs) Keep plugged in to the world of professional wrestling through our various uh, mediums of entertainment. And uh, we'll see you soon. Thanks, guys. Bye. Goodbye.